I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome. Perhaps one of the great ironies of having this podcast is the reflection that I don't really listen to podcasts. <laughs> but that changed recently when I discovered a wonderful podcast called New Growth with Nikki Walton, which I highly recommend. I'll include the name and a link to her podcast in the notes below. It is really amazing. There are these wonderful conversations with spiritual masters that are very insightful. And she also includes you know, wonderful people that you might know of outside of the spiritual world, like Tracy Ellis Ross and her sister, Rhonda Ross. And their conversation is spiritually based, but very practical. And so I, I highly recommend the podcast. And now that I have the great honor of knowing Nikki personally, I can say that the love that she emotes in the podcast is real. And so I listened to an episode of her podcast this morning with Byron Katie, who I have followed for many years and her transformative four questions in the work. And it really reinforced this idea of Zen and no mind, which I felt worthy of recording as a podcast episode for you today. And essentially, it's this idea that your entire experience is based on the belief in your thoughts. And so if you explore how you're feeling, even in this moment, you can connect that feeling to what you're believing to be true. So for example, if you're listening to this podcast and you're believing that this is your time of meditation and contemplation and just release from everything else that you have going on in the world and it's just your relaxation time, then that might manifest as feeling calmness and openness and a desire to understand principles or at least explore principles that might take you into that state of continuous experience of that same peace and calm. And that is a direct result of what you're thinking, what you're believing about your thoughts and how that is manifesting into your experience of the world. And that is why consumption is so important. So what you're watching, what you're listening to, who you're surrounding yourself with, the music that you play, all of those different things are energies and messages that you are absorbing. And your reaction and response to those messages is what is creating your experience. So if you have the feeling that the world is ending, it can be directly tied to your consumption of the news and the media and how those different events of the world are being interpreted. And then you're in, you know, kind of eating (laughs) those messages, digesting them and coming to your own conclusions. And all of those energies are playing a part in your experience of the world. 
And so that's why sometimes if you're feeling really overwhelmed, the best thing you can do is just turn off everything, turn off the TV, turn off the radio, and just go into an open space of nature where there's nothing around and just go for a walk. And as you're walking, be mindfully present in every step. Feel the winds, feel your environment, and let that be your experience. And that changes your entire world. Just that moment of walking mindfully will have the effect of undoing all of those other things you're consuming. Why? Because your attention, one of your great powers, is now focused on that experience of mindfully walking. So this episode is really about, you know, no mind as well. So the, the thing that we know from experience, perhaps, is that we go on that walk, we feel great, but then we have to go back home at some point. We're having a wonderful meditation session, but at some point we have to end that and go to work. There are these changes that happen and we feel pulled out of that previous state of peacefulness that we felt. Why is that? It means that we're leaving our Buddha nature, so to speak, and we're taking all of those thoughts and those images back in. We're now bringing those things back into our experience. And so we're, in effect, we're shifting our attention again. And the way to overcome this is to recognize this power of attention and to know what is able to observe all of these various states. All of these changes are observed by the changeless, by this observer consciousness, this presence that is able to recognize all of those different things that are, that are changing from you know, your peaceful and calm energy during your mindful walk in this beautiful nature to your anxiety and your feelings of stress that you might shift to when you're in the workplace or watching the news. There's something that is observing that change. This is your true nature. And when these Zen masters talk about being of no mind, it is from being as the observer of the mind itself. You're in effect transcending the mind when you recognize that you are able to observe all of these things that come and go. You as the Tao, as the self, as the Buddha nature, not you as the person. You as the person is changeful. And so how you feel this one moment will not be how you feel the next moment. It's always changing in this phenomenal world because that is how you experience. The experience comes from the duality, from the change, from the ever-moving cycle of good and bad and that, you know, that swirl is how I think of it. But what is able to observe that swirl of all of those different emotions and thoughts and images, memories, projections, what is able to observe that 
is peace itself. It is your true nature. And so being of no mind means that you are firmly established as that observer, as that witness who is unaffected by all of those comings and goings because your true nature recognizes that all of that changes in this phenomenal world. And so you don't get attached. And if we think of the mind as a thought or as a collection of thoughts and memories and images and feelings, being of no mind means that you're not embodying that. You're not seeing that mind as who or what you are. You're recognizing yourself as that which is able to observe the mind. And so from that space of observation, you don't get entangled in the various waves of emotions and changes that happen as a result of believing all of those different thoughts or even feelings or emotions or images. And so in my fourth book, Haiku to be Free, which is available for free when you register or subscribe, actually at zentalbooks.com, I, I ran across this haiku that I wrote this morning and it's quite simple as all haikus are and it's the secret is this when you feel trapped just look and see you made all of this the secret is this when you feel trapped just look and see you made all of this this is radical. It's saying that all, your entire experience, everything you're believing, you're seeing, you're living, is your own creation. And this is very difficult to grasp sometimes because we see our reality as being based on other people. I feel this way because this other person did that to me. That is something that is a very de-energizing belief because it is in effect putting your entire experience in the hands of this person who you feel wronged you. And that means your emotions are then going to be variable based on whatever other people do to you, whatever the world does to you. When you take ownership and recognize your own power of creation as a creator, as the creator of your experience, you realize that those thoughts that you were believing to be true are creating the experience and feelings that you're feeling. And what happens is that when you recognize that, you're able to shift your entire experience to be what you want it to be. Truly, because you know that you have that power to create the experience that you want, the life that you want. You can enjoy this dream. And it's simply a result of recognizing that you are the creator. And so being of no mind means that you're not suffering those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, you are living as 
the observer itself, as peace itself. And you're able to watch all of these changes in your person, in the world, in others, and not be affected by them personally. What does that mean? It means that you have to recognize that your first selection in this adventure, this choose your own adventure, is that of identification. You can choose to identify as the person, and this is what we're conditioned to do, you can think of yourself as the person who is living in this world and experiencing everything, good and bad. And so your your experience as identifying as a person will be like a wave. It will be this modulation of highs and lows because things will constantly change. Or you can identify as this witness who is able to observe all of these highs and lows and all of those changes yet remain unaffected by them. This is your power. And that is really the sole reason why I developed Instantly Zen and the events, which, um, you know, you're welcome to join. They're all donation-based virtual events at this moment. You can have this direct experience of this consciousness that you are, (laughs) that is you. And then even greater than that is the awareness itself that all is playing within. And you can have this direct experience of it. Why? Because it is you. What's amazing to me in the instantly Zen events is that people have these direct experiences that, you know, I had really first with Sri Muji, who's been such an amazing teacher for me that I, um, I always feel that I'm sort of um, <laughs> kind of channeling in my sessions because of all of the wonderful teachings I, I've, I've gained from him that have become my, my true experience. And people experience themselves as space. But how do you see space? Right? You have to be that which is more subtle than space. Otherwise, you wouldn't see space. It would just blend in. Like when you open your eyes and you look at a room, you know, I'm seeing these individual items, these books, the table, but I don't see the space. When you are having this experience of yourself as space, going through the, you know, the, the process of inquiry, you're seeing somehow that subtle space as being alive, that's the consciousness. And that which is able to observe the space must be aware of it, this awareness. And it's all happening within this, you know, the words that are used, the the Tao, emptiness, nothingness. It is all coming from that infinite void And to think of ourselves as a void sounds really dramatic (laughs) and perhaps even negative. 
but it's actually infinite potential. It's infinity. It means that this experience can be whatever we want it to be. So if you recognize that, if you recognize that you are creating your experience on a fundamental level with what you're consuming, with what you're believing, with what you're thinking, if you can see that power, then you can expand it to that same recognition of this infinite, that this whole experience can be what you want it to be simply through your attention, what you're believing to be true. And this is from a space of no mind because you're transcending the limited thoughts, feelings, and emotions that normally make up the mind, you know, the mind that's based on memories or projections or imaginings. You're, you're beyond that because you're able to see all of those things play out. You're able to watch your thoughts. You're able to recognize your feelings. You can see all of the changes that are happening. You in your truest nature are that changeless potential, that infinity. This is the greatest recognition because from this space, you realize that you do not need to suffer this experience. And so whenever you find yourself suffering, you can immediately trace that to a thought that you're believing to be true. And if you release that belief, which Byron Katie and her four questions do so eloquently, you recognize that your entire experience is caught up in that belief. That can only be recognized when you know that, well, actually you can recognize it without this recognition, (laughs) but it's amplified. This recognition is amplified when you realize that you are that which is observing all of these phenomenon. You're observing the thought. You're observing who you are when you're believing in the thought. You're observing who you are when you're not believing the thought. You can see all of that play out because you're actually the observer. And so you can look at your person, at other persons, with compassion and see that the suffering does not have to be your experience. And that that suffering is caused by something that you're believing to be true. And sometimes the belief is that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy of love, that you're not loved. And when those types of thoughts are believed in, then it manifests as anger, as destructive energy, because it's coming from this place of pain. And that pain is spilling over in how you are interacting with others. And the greatest opportunity is to transcend that pain by 
recognizing that you are that which is able to observe it. That whatever you feel might be causing that pain is able to be observed. You're greater than that pain or the circumstance that caused that pain. And anything that happens to the body or the mind is not happening to you. You are the infinite that's having the experience of the person. You're not the person having the experience of the infinite. And that crucial differentiation changes everything. Because if you're this person having this experience of the infinite, it means that you're only able to tap into it sometimes. That it's only part of your experience. But if you recognize that you are the infinite having the experience of the person, you are always that. You are always the infinite. And you're just choosing for a moment to have this experience as a person. And so when you recognize that, you have this capacity to build your experience as a person into what you want it to be. You're not a person who's suffering and getting relief just by having this recognition from time to time. It's kind of like going back to the original example of going into that field and feeling that peace when you're mindfully walking, but then feeling like you're losing that peace when you go back to work. It's instead recognizing that you are the peace truly that you feel when you're in that field because everything else is dropped and you're in your truest state as peace itself. And then you're choosing to take on all of these other thoughts and feelings and stressors and you make that into your human experience. If you know that, then you can say, I am this piece. I am choosing not to believe in or take in any of these toxic things that are going to shift my nature from peace into stress or from peace into worry or from peace into anxiety. And you're choosing to remain identified as the witness, which is able to see all of the changes with some detachment, because you realize that all of those things that's happening to the person are not touching your true nature. It's just happening to the person. So I invite you to reflect on this, to listen to that podcast that I'll share in the link with Nikki and Byron Katie talking about, you know, her her four questions and this method of inquiry to really challenge what you're believing to be true. And then ultimately to recognize yourself as that which is able to realize that you are the observer and the creator of your experience. This is being of no mind. It's going beyond limitations of thoughts, feelings. From that space, 
you are peace itself. You're identifying as peace, and that is your experience. It's a beautiful power. But because we're so conditioned to believe ourselves as this limited person who suffers and sometimes has joy, our experience is shifted to that. But this is an opportunity to reclaim your power. And the power comes from knowing what you truly are. And what you truly are is peace, love, joy itself. And anytime you're not experiencing those things, it's because you're believing something else to be true in this limited experience of the person. So I invite you again to sit with this, to meditate on it, to contemplate it, and to choose the higher, the higher self that is you. And live this dream with joy. This is our great opportunity. And of course, it is what I wish for you. And as always, I thank you for being here. Namaste.